Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ellis Andrews uh, just underneath Bayona, still holding that position. This is phenomenal. What's Bayona going to do? Is she going to be able to come up and over the top? Brilliant work by Ellis Andrews. She looked the most relaxed. And for good reasons, well, Bayona. Oh, Andrews holds on. That was fantastic. New Zealand world champion. She looked the most relaxed and she absolutely delivered it. That was a fabulous piece of racing from her. Fabulous indeed, and with the 2024 Paris Olympics uh, less than a year away, timing could not have been better for a record 16 medal haul for Kiwi cyclists at the Super Worlds, the combined UCI Cycling World Championships hosted in Glasgow just uh, earlier this month. Three of the gold medals, of course, came on the mountain biking circuit, and the other two were accounted for by a couple of our most prolific athletes of recent times in Aaron Gate and uh, 23-year-old Elise Andrews in the, the Glasgow Velodrome. Backing up from her three golds at last year's Commonwealth Games, Elise created history with a gold medal in the women's Kieran, becoming the first New Zealand rider to win an individual gold medal in a sprint discipline at a world championship, and it follows her silver medal in the same event at the Tokyo Olympics. Tack on a bronze in the women's sprint, and it was a superstar result for one of our superstar athletes. Elise Andrews has been good enough to uh, join us this morning on the show to kick us off. Elise, good morning to you. Thank you very much. Just hearing that commentary again, wow, that was close, wasn't it? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it was, it was a super, super close race, and I was definitely holding on um, with every tiny little ounce of energy at the end of that race. Well, the commentator was pretty confident, uh, but it had to go to uh, a review before you were confirmed as the winner. What were you thinking while that was going on? Um, yeah, it was definitely nerve-wracking. It's always nerve-wracking when they have to go back and um, and have a wee look through the race. Um, yeah, so it was actually, I, it was five minutes or so that they were just um, looking through that race just to make sure that everything was all good, because obviously there's a lot of rules and regulations, but um, yeah, it was a yeah super special moment um, when they confirmed that 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 result would stand. And on the other side of the world, in Glasgow, in front of uh, family, close family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum and my dad and my granddad were all there. So, yeah, it was really special to be able to yeah, get that first, actually my first two um, medals uh, at a world champs uh, in front of them. So, yeah, super stoked about that. You've always said, uh, you know, back in 2017 when you got a rainbow jersey at that level, you thought, well, I, I need to get one at the, at the peak, at the pinnacle of, of cycling. You've managed yeah. to achieve that and, and bring that home. Just how special for you? Oh, yeah. Honestly, it's, um, it takes me quite a while, I feel, to actually come down from a competition and then really actually realise sort of what has just happened. And so it's been really nice even just these last few days I'm um, at home just having some nice chill time and yeah actually just being able to reflect on what a crazy week of racing it was. So what does chill time mean for you does it still mean getting on a bike at some stage throughout the day or just totally leave it in the garage for a while? Um, My track bike is 
definitely I'm not touching that um, for, a, for actually not until next week. Um, so I've had a couple of weeks off that, which has been really nice. Um, but I do love a little bit of casual riding, but it's mainly for fun. Like, it's nice to get out some fresh air. Um, yeah, I'm about to head up to my family's place in Castle Hill um, in Canterbury. So, yeah, that will just be a bit of walking, hanging out with family, um, yeah, that kind of thing. And that's valuable, isn't it? I mean, you know, you, you spend so much time dedicated to, uh, and you, I guess at times you have to be quite selfish in terms of, of, of your family time, etc., and just not turn your back yeah. on it, but, you know, it becomes very much secondary. So it's, it's quite yeah. vital, isn't it? I mean, you're only 23 years of age, for, for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah, no, um, definitely, you know, in those really, really heavy and um, focused training periods of time, I don't make it down here as much as I would like. Um, I did see my family a little bit, but because they like to also come up to the North Island as well. So, yeah, I do still see them quite regularly, even when I'm, yeah, seriously focusing um, towards an event. But it's nice to actually just designate some time to chilling out at home. Do you enjoy the Super Worlds concept? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I loved it. Like, I think it was super great for the sport, uh, just cycling, sorry, as a whole. Um, and then just everyone watching the Kiwis do so well. Like, it was actually crazy and so crazy for me, I guess, like having our competition um, and then finishing that and then turning on the TV to uh, the mountain biking or the BMX or, you know, watching Kiwis do their thing and other sort of codes as well. So, yeah, I think it was really special. And I also loved having our paratrack athletes um, with us in the same program and um, the Kiwis staying with us in our hotel. Um, so that was also really special. So so there genuinely is a real team feeling about the, the cycling group at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, our track team, obviously, we spend... Uh, well, we spend... Um, I'd say we do spend a fair bit of time together, but also at the same time, the endurance athletes do live... Uh, sometimes a little bit all over the world. So um, my sprint team, um, yeah, we're like family. Um, the endurance athletes, I'd say, um, we don't see them as much, but it's so, so nice when we get to come together and, like, fully see what everyone had, has been working on and, and see those results as well. Wasn't that long ago that uh, Cycling New Zealand was in the headlines for sometimes people will say the wrong reasons, but not now. It appears that the change yeah. of personnel, et cetera, has got you heading in the right direction. Yeah, we can be um, yeah we can be really proud of um, of what's been achieved in the past year with the Commonwealth Games and then yeah just now our most successful track worlds ever. Um, so I think yeah it's important for people to um, sort of for people to see that and understand I guess what we're all about as a team because yeah it is easy to sort of read um, read the media when it's you know not so positive but I think it's so important to just really highlight it. Um, when it is because it's such a good representation of who we are and, and what we stand for and what we work for. Elisa, I'm fascinated by the Karen because it's a, to me it's a it's a really cool event to watch but it's a, yeah. a, at times it's quite a hard, you know, from a, from a layperson it's quite a hard one to understand in terms of tactics. So when you, yeah. you've got to balance what energy levels against tactics, against sprint time, I mean, how do you manage yeah. to do all that? How, how, how much do you strategize that before a race? Um, I'd say that I, I do sort of, I, I guess I understand what I would do and how I would act from different positions. Um, and then you really just have to, um, well, I have to have the ability to assess that on the go, assess who my girls are around me, where they are, what their strengths are and sort of play with all of that. So it definitely is, um, complicated and it is, um, 
yeah, there's a lot to be thinking about, but it's almost becoming a bit like a second nature to me. Um, before the World Champs final, me and my coach, Nick, did have a few words, and I guess that's sort of all it takes to just solidify my knowledge that I, I already know um, and just sort of make sure that I'm going out there to make the right decisions. Are you able to get, and you see, often see coaches on the inside of the track giving you signals and, and um, I, I look, I, I messages, I, I guess, as you f- flash on by. Do you get that in a Kieran as such? No, not at all. I won't see them um, at all. Um, the coaches actually have to be behind um, the barriers. So, yeah, we don't see them, um, don't really hear them. No one calls anything out. So, yeah, once you're on that track and behind the motorbike, um, you're, you're on your own. Right, okay, um, the rainbow jersey, tell us a, about this rainbow jersey because <clears throat> it seems, I mean, people get cups, people get medals, but this in itself is uh, slightly different, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the rainbow jersey is, um, yeah, historic, um, so special, uh, and I think it's such a privilege to be able to bring one home and um, and to be able to know that I can wear that um, for the next year, so it's yeah, it's been a dream of mine to bring an elite rainbow jersey home, and we did. Well, I did get some junior results and, and did have a junior rainbow jersey, but mm. yeah, that elite one I think is just like the dream come true. So yeah, just so stoked. So uh, when we get to France, uh, all going well, Elise, you will be there uh, on the start line as the uh, world champion. So. Uh, you'll be a bit of a target, I would imagine. Um, you, you've set the barrier this time around, but going in as uh, into an event as a favourite might be a, a little bit different. Um, yeah, I guess like I, I never really sort of see myself that way. Like either way, um, regardless of previous results, like I'm just going out there to control what I can control and um, just put my best foot forward. But I think like having a little bit of of a target on my back. Um, I do sort of I do see that sometimes um, in races if the riders are looking to me to make a move or um, or something like that, which actually I, I hadn't noticed until World Champs, um, and it can almost play into your hands a little bit because especially when I'm someone who does like a bit of a longer sprint, like they're waiting and they're looking for me to make that sprint and really initiate it. Um, so yeah, I guess you can let it play into your hands a little bit as well. Okay, so uh, that is uh, clearly the next big goal, but uh, what about for uh, in the short term for Elise Andrews? After you've had this break, this, this time out, this mental relaxation period, yeah. what is your next focus? Um, so for the rest of this year, um, honestly, just getting the work done. Um, there might be a few racing opportunities here and there, but um, yeah, nothing confirmed yet. So yeah, I'll just be in Cambridge, um, training hard, put my head down a bit, yeah, just get some really good work into the legs. Um, but early next year, we're still in um, qualification for the game. So that's really important to um, be firing at the first uh, Nations Cups of the year. So that will be the next sort of international, big international competition where we can uh, hopefully earn a few more points for New Zealand leading into the game. I know, my, my, uh, I know exactly what my week of work looks like, but I'd, I'd love to know the, what your week of work looks like yeah. in that regard without racing because... Uh, I would imagine it's uh, it's quite strenuous and quite involved when you're starting to peak. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I guess just depending a little bit on what phase of training we're in. But um, when I get home, um, I will be in a really big general prep phase. So 
most of the time we'll be in the gym three times a week for big lifting uh, sessions, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, we add in what we call structural integrity. And so that's a little bit of the, I guess, the smaller muscle groups um, and maybe the more sort of individualized work on. Um, so we are in the gym as sprinters uh, every day, um, mm. which is, yeah, quite a big gym load. Um, and then we'll be on the track uh, at least three times a week, uh, sometimes more, sometimes there's an erg session added in there, um, and then just recovery and a bit of, um, bit of ticking the legs over on the road as well. So, yeah, it definitely gets filled up the week. It does pretty fast. What about the mental side of it? Uh, do you have to... Um uh, do you have to focus on that at any stage during training? Is that, is that something you look at too? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a really important one. And for us, um, I guess the mental demands can be uh, simulated through, uh, I guess, race simulation days. And so we do do that uh, leading into competition. But I think it's also an important thing to do um, when you don't have much competition. So what we do is, I guess, prepare for the training day or for the training effort like it is a race day. So the warm-up is a race warm-up. Nutrition is race nutrition. Everything's written down and planned. Um, And that kind of does, I guess, um, bring on the nerves a little bit. So, yeah, little things like that will definitely be, um, yeah, using uh, in a period where we don't have a lot of racing. I've often been interested to know, I mean, for instance, like Cambridge, uh, the velodrome at Cambridge, you'd know every every inch of it, I would imagine, and you're very familiar with it. But when... When you go to a place like Glasgow or when you go to a place like uh, in France, do you have to get a feel for the velodrome? I mean, you know, obviously quite work well for you in Glasgow, but is, you walk in yeah. some days and say, well, this, this, is, this is my fit. This looks like my kind of velodrome. And, and uh, I mean, do they differ greatly from, from velodrome to velodrome? Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. The Glasgow velodrome was um, a new one for me. I'd never ridden on that before. Um, and it was also... Um, interesting. It was a bit different in shape. Um, yeah, wider corners and um, quite long straights. So the finish line was quite far uh, down the straight, which meant that, yeah, definitely felt a long time after you came out of the corner until you actually crossed that finish line. Um, mm. And also the 200 metre line on the Glasgow track was further into the bend, um, if that makes any sense to you, which also changes um, the way we come into the 200. So so many things can change, um, yeah, I guess, with how you will race the race, um, depending on what the track looks like and, and all of that. I know it's, uh, you know, you have to be quite, uh, I guess, disciplined in that. I mean, do you, uh, and you do, you've outlined that you're going to go for walks and things, but do you still have a social life as such? Do you, are you still able to ha- have friends and every now and then just, like, <laughs> cut loose? Yeah. I do have some friends that's, yeah, definitely good. <laughs> no, I have to, um, yeah, definitely keep that balance. And, you know, when I'm down in Christchurch, there are heaps of friends who I don't see uh, very often. So, yeah, this past week has definitely been catching up with as many people as I can down here. Um, but then up north as well, like, I think it's really important, um, like, with sport to have that balance of, yeah, guess the social life and, and all the other things that we like to do um, as individuals as well because there's heaps of that. So, yeah, just, I guess, keeping... Um, keeping in touch with all the hobbies and, and, yeah, all the people that I like to see outside of sport. I think it's super important. 
Elise, it's been fantastic talking to you. I love your positive attitude. And you are, after <laughs> all, uh, the champion the champion of the world with that special jersey. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Uh, we wish you all the best oh, in, in what's coming up. And we hope to catch up with you again um, prior to the uh, Olympics. But uh, it's been wonderful. And, and seriously, congratulations on what you've achieved. Thank you. Thank you so much.